planning to buy in 1967, Maryland by Warhol. It's it's in the Miami Miami some Miami art gallery right now, and um, that's our first purchase, and it will be our milestone, and I think that will put us on top to you know sort of show the art world that hey we're you know we're actually doing things um, to disrupt the art world, and so we're hoping that we'll be the first organization to sort of bring you know real world art into the metaverse and have you know sort of a gallery like the MoMA of the metaverse. Welcome to Cool Hand Crypto, where cinema, culture, and crypto collide. Today, I'm thrilled to be speaking with someone about a really exciting project that's been echoing around my digital bubble. If NFTs were the buzzword of 2021, DAOs will take its place for 2022. And today we'll be discussing a DAO that's not just stuck in the vast universe of digital space, but wants to reach out into the real world. The very fact that we're having this conversation is a testament to this project, as so many DAOs are hyped up and shrouded in mystery, and I believe the way to earn trust is through conversations like this. I'd like to welcome founder and director of Rat DAO, Sean Su. Sean, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Yeah, man, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So let's start with uh, a little bit about your background. How did you get involved with um, this sort of, with DAOs and NFTs? Yeah, so actually I don't have a big background in NFTs or DAOs, um, not even an art background actually. I actually have a background in marketing. So originally um, back in 2017, I got into crypto, thought it was really revolutionary. Um, and so I didn't know too much about DAOs and how to build on the Ethereum blockchain. But, um, and that's when DAOs weren't even like a thing back then. But um, yeah, so ever since then, I've just been sort of just kind of just looking at what's going on in the space. And then, yeah, and then 2021, that's when NFT started to boom. And um, at that time, there wasn't a big like demand for utility in NFTs, but um, sort of it's evolved very quickly into nfts with utilities and yeah so that's why i just took a huge interest in that and you know decided to build rap DAO. awesome yeah so so for people who are listening who are new to this world what is a DAO? so a DAO is um it's short for decentralized autonomous organization so it sounds fancy but it's really just an organization um that's decentralized uh sort of you whenever you think of an organization like facebook or Tesla, um, mainly whatever goes on is directed by the head or the CEO. And so that's sort of like a centralized organization. But for our organization, we decentralized it and gave the voting power, the decision making to the holders of our um, NFT. I, I don't know how much you can unpack that. But some questions I've got about DAOs were, you know, if it's decentralized, then who's running it? How, who, who's the person uh, making decisions? How are those decisions made? And how is it steered in the proper direction? So can you talk a little bit about how you're doing that with RatDAO? Yeah, so a lot of DAOs, um, it's sort of up in the air on how DAOs operate when it comes to making proposals and, and voting on them. But for RatDAO, um, it's not what we're going to do is actually have our voting power in the hands of our holders. And so our holders won't be able to 
make any decision for the Dow, you know, we need some sort of um, red tape around it where, you know, we're not burning artwork or anything like that. But essentially, our holders will be the decision makers in whether, okay, we need to let's buy a Banksy or let's buy a Picasso next. And so that's basically what we're trying to encapsulate in our DAO. As far as that red tape, how is that already created or is that something you're still developing now? Well, yeah. So that's something that we're still developing now. Um, we've sort of have like sort of like a general idea of how we're going to do it. Um, most most of it's going to go on through um, Discord and also Snapshot.org. Snapshot.org is a really good platform to host your DAO and um, have everything become like on chain. Tell me a little more about Snapshot. Yeah, so Snapshot is um, it's a platform where you sort of verify yourself by holding um, an ERC twenty token or an ERC um, seven twenty one token where you can make decisions based on, you know, whatever, however much you have in your wallet. And so, um, yeah, so all of this is done on chain, so it's all immutable. And so if a decision is made, you can see it on the blockchain. It's just, you know, just sort of hosts the transactions and hosts the votings. How do you prevent one person from just, you know, with a big budget coming in and, and buying up all of, of, of a DAO, of Rat DAO or of another DAO and, uh, and, and be the one decision maker? Right. Yeah, that's a good question. So um, generally how we're, how we're handling this launch is we're trying to give it sort of spread it out to as many holders as we can, as many wallets as we can. So, you know, you don't have any big whales. Um, sort of making all the decisions or any big wheels dumping on, on anybody else. But um, it is possible. It definitely is possible. But we'll, I think at that point, like that's sort of later on in the stage of how are we going to sort of sort of organize it to where this isn't as possible as, as it could be. I think you've done an excellent job from what I've seen with things like the, the coordinates of where things are um well, why don't you talk a little bit about the, it's sort of a scavenger hunt. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a really cool idea that I came up with um, just to sort of engage our community and sort of not, I mean, it's not just only for New Yorkers. You know, if you're engaged in the new, in, in our community, you still have a chance to mint one for free. Um, but it's, it's sort of like a, a mod to like the art community and how, I'd see New York as like sort of the art capital. You have MoMA, you have the Met over there. And so it's just a really fun thing that we decided to do to sort of just get people engaged and reward them for it. So the NYC um, event is going down on the 12th, on December 12th, and it will end December 16th. So if you're in NYC, you know, you can mint one for free and just scan the QR codes that are on um that are in the locations listed on our website. I want to dig into your your marketing background a little bit because I think you've done a, a phenomenal job. I mean, I feel like, like I said in in the intro, my bubble is is buzzing with Rat Dow, um, and not a, a and other projects as well. But yours seems to have the most activity, and I don't know. I don't think it's because it has the most numbers. So so how did you do that? Yeah, um, actually, this was all done through, um, well. 
for my background, I mostly did um, like paid advertisements like Google ads, Facebook ads. I mainly just ran those and sort of had a website for uh, my real estate marketing background. So I didn't have a huge like sort of understanding of how to engage a community or do any of that. But I sort of just went by it like step by step and just sort of um, just played it by ear, basically, because I, I guess I've always wanted to build something, build a community. And so in order to engage it, I felt like, you know, you got to keep everybody on their toes, make sure, you know, people are rewarded for their engagement. And so we sort of structured it like that to where, you know, you're rewarded for your engagement, you're rewarded for um, helping others out. And so that's sort of how we sort of structured our community to where, you know, it's, it's lively, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. Is when you say community, are you mainly referring to discord or, or something broader? Just discord. Um, we do have, you know, a, a Twitter, but most of the Twitter is just sort of di directly funnels into discord. That's where you'll sort of see me a lot. I'm just hanging around. Um, we have like trivia, we have guess the drawing. So I, I'm always hanging around in the discord, hanging around in the discord, just to sort of um, engage in the community and, you know, get everybody talking and uh, sort of just incentivize people to interact. Yeah, I, 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 I've had Discord now for maybe, I don't know, three or four months, and mm -hmm. I feel like I still don't know how to use it. I am, yeah. I am jumping <laughs> around from room to room, and, I'm, I, and I see your, your alerts and your, your, uh, all the things that you're doing, and I try to get involved. I also right. have two little kids, so it's, my time is, yeah. is, is uh, spread thin. But, but um, it's, it's very uh, it's, it, it's, it's complicated. So maybe first explain what, what is Discord for people who don't know what that is. I'm probably not the best person to answer this, but Discord is basically just a platform where communities can get together and sort of chat um, you have originally it was made for gamers I think but um, it's sort of evolved into crypto nft and sort of other things but um, yeah basically discord is just a community platform where you can sort of get like on-demand interaction I guess rather than like Twitter or Facebook where you're just making a post and can you talk a little bit about sort of your formula for success with discord because I I don't know if you have timed um you know times of the day that you go in and, and you do giveaways and chats but it seems to be expertly uh formulated right so um i'm not gonna give away too much but sure it is it is pretty calculated we tried I, I try to calculate all of the announcements and sort of time it to where you know we're, we're have we're at the peak time of interactions and um also collaborations we try to make sure our the, the people that we're collaborating with are have good solid teams and solid artwork that our community appreciates and so but as for discord as for our discord i just basically just try to make sure it's sort of like a balance you know you got to make sure that people aren't fatigued when it comes to too many announcements. You know, what I want to do actually is I want to read um, your website, the RatDAO website, because I think it's a great, it's a, it's a great um, pitch yeah, to people who sure. don't really know what RatDAO is. And then, and then I'd like to talk about, you know, how people can get involved. So you, you wrote, ever wanted to own a Picasso? For too long, snobby art connoisseurs have kept the art world out of reach from the masses. 
we're going to flip that script. We'll be the first community to harness the power of the DAO to digitize physical blue chip art on a large scale. Yeah, so just basically, we felt that the art world is sort of out of reach. Um, a lot of people um, just has a really bad connotation about the art world and how the ultra rich are sort of just laundering money or using that that sort of medium to just do some sketchy stuff. And um, not only that, it's just sort of, you know, you, you normally hear of just millionaires, billionaires buying expensive art. And so, you know, people still have, you know, us regular people, we still have an appreciation for art. We just don't, it's just not in our reach. And so that's our sort of um, manifesto is to just make it accessible to our community, our holders. And So as far as the owning the blue chip art, where does this, you don't have to give an address, but where yeah. in theory would this art live? Would you be buying, let's say, a Picasso in theory, and then that Picasso would live where and, and, what would, and it would be digitized, I guess? Yeah, so where it would live is we would put it, we would host it in a gallery that, we, that Rat Dell would lease out in NYC. And so we're going to make it accessible to all of our holders or, you know, people that hold uh, our cheese tokens. Um, and yeah, so it's going to live there for all of our community to see. And we're probably going to make it into like a sort of like a lounge where people can just hang out. Um, Rapdell holders can just hang out and just chill and also appreciate art. And also, um, as for the tokenized version or the NFT version of it, it's going to live on. Um, so we've been talks, we've been in talks with, um, 3d modelers for Decentraland people a lot of people have suggested Decentraland as the the second home for the the digitized art so yeah so that's where it's going to live both you know in the metaverse and also in real life yeah absolutely tell me more about cheese tokens yeah so cheese tokens is something interesting that we developed to um, sort of in incentivize and reward our holders and so this art that we're going to do, that we're going to take is we're, we're going to basically make a one-to-one -one NFT version of that and then lock it up in a vault all on chain. Um, so, you know, there's no way that it's, there, there's no way anybody can steal it or, or, or whatever. So it's all going to be locked up on chain in a vault. And so what we're going to do is we're going to fractionalize the vault, turn it into little pieces and distribute those little pieces which are called cheese tokens to our holders um we don't have the tokenomics out yet but um you know after launch we're going to you know that's our next step is to work on the tokenomics and how to actually um put up liquidity for it make sure that it's you know it, it's the real deal that they're actually getting value for for holding their um nfts Tell me if I'm getting this right. They'd own sort of a, a little piece of a Picasso. Right, exactly. Via a cheese token. And exactly. then these cheese tokens could be, uh, I guess, traded and sold. Um, or or how, would you, how would you use cheese tokens? Yeah, so cheese tokens are basically an ERC-20 token, just like Shiba Inu um, token or something like that. It's completely, it's a decentralized token that um, you can trade for. USDT on Uniswap, SushiSwap, but um, other besides from that, um, we're planning to sort of use the that token to 
buy merchandise that we're going to eventually create or, um, you know, maybe tickets for the NYC gallery. We don't know exactly what we're going to use, use the tokens for, but, um, yeah, that's, that's in the works. Is the token directly related to the digitized artwork or does it, is it also related to the physical artwork? So the physical artwork, yeah, this is a very interesting um, sort of concept. But what we're going to do is since we have the original piece of artwork, we're going to digitize it just so it's on the blockchain. And so essentially what we're hoping is that the cheese token will have a direct correlation to the value of the physical artwork, right? So if we're selling... We're, we're never going to sell our artwork, but if we're selling our artwork to somebody else, we're also going to be transferring that NFT version of that artwork to the next holder or the next buyer. So in theory, it would be sort of a one-to-one relation and exactly. people with, with cheese tokens in their wallet would earn more uh, or the value of their tokens or they would earn more tokens right. um, from that sale if you right. were to sell it. Yeah. So we're hoping that um, sort of market efficiency will basically drive the cheese tokens value. Um, and that's what we're hoping. It's sort of like a huge experiment on our end, honestly, but, um, that's essentially what we're, what we're planning to do. Maybe it's a good time to talk about your team, um, or, or the fact that you've even built a team. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not as easy as people think, um, to build a really solid team. Um, so my partner, Bop, is, uh, so we're actually uh, college college uh, friends. So we met in college, and um, yeah, so we were the original ones that sort of decided to, hey, let's, 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 create a, let's create an NFT project. And so, you know, we need artists. And so I, I just reached out to people all over Facebook. Um, we interviewed so many artists with, you know, we just made, we had to make sure that they had the, our right mindset and our right ambition. And um, as for the developer, we had to make sure, of course, same same thing goes, that they have the right ambition and also they have the right um, skills to pull something off like this. You know, he's, uh, Philip, he's a great guy. He's been, um, I think he's he was a part of uh, Paladin Pandas or something like that. But um, yeah, he's a, he's a great, he's a great programmer and he's also really skilled in DeFi. So our team is pretty solid. Tell me about your decision to be transparent as far as who you are, who your team is, as opposed as opposed to some of these other big projects that I've seen that look really right. interesting, but you can you, you don't know anything about the people behind them. Our decision to go uh, to become doxxed was ultimately to build trust with the community, and also if we're going to be handling million millions of dollars in artwork, you know, I personally wouldn't trust uh, an undoxed team. And so that's sort of out of our, um, you know, out of our uh, compassion that we we realize that, hey, you know, we need to be docs. We need to be um, transparent with whatever's going on. So that way people trust us and, um, you know, are willing to to move forward with the project. Are you yourself a member of other DAOs? Uh, I am not active. I'm not an active member of other DAOs. I have, you know, I just sort of just peek. In um, you know Bankless DAO, uh, Olympus DAO, and all of them, and I'll, I was also um, just you know so, sort of observing what Constitution DAO was doing. So um, I, I'm not an active member of other DAOs, but um, yeah, just sort of 
just sort of observing what they're doing. In in your Discord, you you do a lot of uh, collaborations. Right. Um. How? What is that process like? How do you determine if if someone is worth collaborating with? Yeah. So we basically just check to see how their community is, if they're active, um, if their artwork looks looks good, and if it's something that our community would really like. And so that's basically our criteria to choose these uh, collaborations to make sure that you know we're not we're not collaborating with any sketchy any sketchy projects or anything like that. We sort of need to have a higher standard in in what we're looking for. And actually, um, we're probably going to stop or taper down on our collaborations um, just so we can sort of you know be in front of everybody without like any you know any. I don't know. I, I just don't want to have be in the shadows of any other projects or anything like that. But um, our big collaboration was with Noundles, actually, and they were a huge collaboration that we that we um, sort of worked with. And their team is awesome. And uh, yeah, so we have a lot of Noundles in our in our community. So this collaboration you're doing with Noundles, um, for people who don't know what what a Noundle is or or what it is, uh, tell me more about that. Yeah, so Noundles is another NFT project that. Um, was sort of a derivative of nouns and also uh, doodles, I think. And so they had a really cool team that um, we decided to reach out to. And um, they surprisingly um, got back to us and were like, hey, I really like what you guys are doing. Um, you know, if you guys can give us a few whitelist spots, you know, we'll put you on our Noundles Grail. And so Noundles Grail is sort of like a branch or uh, another side thing that they're doing to sort of bring up 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 and coming projects and um, sort of ex- get them on get get more exposure for them. What is a whitelist? Yeah, so whitelists are sort of a way to prevent people from paying crazy gas fees during a public mint, and so you have access to um, to an exclusive presale where you have a certain time where you can time the gas so you're not you're not paying crazy gas how do you time the gas it's gas is based on just network congestion right and so if you got a lot of people trying to make a transaction um gas would be crazy it's sort of like surge pricing and so um in order to time the gas you have sort of like a a time frame where you can mint so you're not competing with others um in a gas war basically just so the congestion will it there won't be as much congestion on the network. And is there a resource to see that congestion? How do you know when to, to pinpoint a, a good time? Yeah, so we actually have um, a bot on our channel where you can check the gas, um, the price of gas. And um, yeah, so basically you can just time it whenever gas is low. Um, just use our bot and then you'll be able to sort of mint when, when it's low. How do people get involved with this who aren't on Discord, aren't necessarily on twitter but love the concept that's a good question um well right now most of our community is based around discord but that is something that we are keeping in mind for our future developments just so we make it as accessible as as we can right our concept was pretty cool because we're sort of branching or bridging the real world art you know art sphere with the nft sphere and so we're getting a lot of people that are first-time NFT buyers or people that just hear about us. And um, they're like, hey, this is an actual, you know, real-world real use for an NFT. 
And so that's sort of our way of reaching out to others, reaching out to outsiders and sort of bringing them into the NFT sphere without having them, you know, without the risk of just buying a JPEG and then hope that, you know, it goes up, right? So we're actually providing that sort of utility um, for them. What do you think your first purchase will be? Yeah, so we're actually planning to, we have this on our list, but we're, we're, buying, we're planning to buy a 1967 Maryland by Warhol. It's it's in the Miami Miami some Miami art gallery right now and um, that's our first purchase and it will be our milestone and I think that will put us on top to you know sort of show the art world that hey we're you know we're actually doing things um, to disrupt the art world yeah no that's awesome that's awesome yeah I think if if Ratdow um, puts that in their in their um what do you call it in your vault or in your yeah in our vault yeah that will be sort of like like our gateway to legitimizing our project give me kind of a, a where you want to be in in let's say two years with this project what, what does that look like so the nft space moves really fast crypto space moves really fast two years is like 10 years in my opinion, right? <laughs> so hopefully by that time, we'll have our metaverse gallery set up, our our in real gallery set up. And so we're hoping or we're aiming to be the first organization to hold, you know, real like iconic art in our metaverse gallery. And so I saw a really interesting um, thing. Um, I think it was on Joe Rogan or something like that, but it was um, some guy talking about why people's art was so much you know why it sold for so much and so he was yeah i guess the person that um joe rogan was interviewing was saying that um it's because the person that bought that people is sort of planning for the future the metaverse and you know that's sort of like the mona lisa or the beginning of you know metaverse art right and so we're hoping in two years down the line that we'll be the first organization to sort of bring you know, real world art into the metaverse and have, you know, sort of a gallery like the MoMA of the metaverse, right? So that's... Yeah. So people plans. sold, I just looked it up, people sold uh, for 60, an NFT, one NFT for $69 right. million. Dollars. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, this person that buying it, I think he's a like a, a billionaire in Singapore or something like that. I'm not totally sure, but I know that they're their main drive is to sort of put that into the metaverse as sort of, okay, I own this people. This is the Mona Lisa of the metaverse. And so that's, yeah, that's our push. Like that's our, what we're aiming for. Anything else people should know about RatDAO that we haven't discussed? What is, what is, uh, uh, is there anything that you feel people are, are confused about or want to know more about that, that they're not getting? Well, I guess the main thing would just to be just just check out our her DAO information on on Discord. It it explains a lot. A lot of people have you know questions about oh hey how are we gonna how are we gonna benefit from holding like how how are we gonna benefit from holding a a, a Picasso or something like that. But um yeah so just check out our DAO information. It'll explain everything. And um, it'll explain how it benefits everybody. And also, this is a way to disrupt the art industry. 
and um, yeah, we're revolutionizing our industry. Well, for more info on RatDAO, head to ratdao.art, as well as their Twitter, which we'll link in the episode description. Sean, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. 